Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conversational Romance, the reading edition. How are you this evening? I am Jeff Johnson. I'm the host of Conversational Romance, the podcast. I'm also the narrator of our book tonight called Burning Ember by Sarah Arden. Now, if this, if you're just now catching in, if you're just now, if this is the first time you've ever tuned in here to the reading edition, I apologize because this is the last chapter of the book, Burning Ember, chapter 18. <clears throat> somewhere in the background, I don't know what she's doing, but I have my executive producer, Shirley. She's back there somewhere. But I talked to somebody on the screen. It looks weird to be her. Or I have a few of my friends over on TikTok. We're doing this live on TikTok also. The crowd goes, the crowd goes wild. Everybody at Madison Square Garden just goes, what? So, so if you're over on TikTok, hey, Florida lady. There's, we have an AARP representative Panhandle, Florida. I'm trying to get her down here, but I don't think she's going to leave. She likes the cold. Anyway, we've never spilled it. It's just kidding. Uh, so we're doing a live over on TikTok. <clears throat> this book has been a pleasure to read. This is one of a two-book series by Sarah Art. It was written a long time ago. It was written 10 or 15 years ago, but it is so... It, it must have been really foreign language back. Because it is the language that she uses is so appropriate and, and popular today. She describes gaslighting. She describes all kinds of things that are really popular in today's vernacular. She's also really good at creating safety in her romance novels. And I think from the this is our second book of hers of hers, second book of hers that we've read. And I, I believe that one that the uh She doesn't use a whole lot of words in this romance novel, like throbbing, fainting, pulsing, and gyrating, and whatever else she used to do on screen. She doesn't use a lot of those words. Right? We're going to read one pretty soon. No, it's not on TikTok Live. <clears throat> so we're going to do... Don't tease. So we're going <clears> to... <throat> but what she does is... What makes, what makes her intimate moments so fantastic in the book is where the words of the descriptive words might be missing she uses words that create a, an amazing sense of safety it's you you just know that they're safe you feel safe just thinking about the position there that's it she's incredible She's also a character developer, like from hell. I mean, she can, in three words, uh, three little things, she could just go, bam, and you are, uh, take it to another region. Ollie, you're being muted because I don't need the feedback. It's being, it's always lagging for you. <clears throat> so, we're going to, this is chapter 18. I believe there is uh, something after this. What's a, what's a thing at, what's a little paragraph after the book called? Is it called an epilogue, a prologue, a, a eulogue? Is that a eulogue? <laughs> yeah, okay. Burning Ember. I have done something to my keyboard to make it tiny. I can't. On my iPad, I know it. an epilogue. I thought that was something what you wore on your on your shoulders. No, a big one. No, let a small one. 
All right. <clears throat> so, like I said, this book is uh, Burning Ember by Sarah, and this is chapter 18. When we first open this book, if you want, we'll do a little background. When we first opened this book, we met our hero and our heroine. It's, uh, well, no, our hero wasn't doing heroin. Our hero and our, you know, the girl. Our hero's name Hayden. He's a firefighter. He's a legacy firefighter. His whole family's always been firefighters. And our heroine is Sophie. He saved her. But he hesitated. And for the last nine years, he thought when he hesitated, it caused her to get burned. Only recently, in the past few months, they decided to start dating each other. And now she just told him that she started the fire that killed, that, that, she was that he was put his life in danger and rescued her, killed her parents. And she burned herself on accident. She was already burned. That threw him for a loop. He went to the cabin. They just came back to the big event for their friend. And he asked her to marry. He told his mom that he was going to steal the fire truck take it to ask her to marry we ready you ready now that's chapter 18 coming up all right everybody chapter 18 burning ember by sarah arden <clears throat> the benefit had gone off without a hitch but her feet were exhausted from those strappy heels cute Though they were, they were cute. Her feet were protesting hard. Seeing Hayden had been a double-edged sword like she knew it was going to be. She had been so happy to see him, and he had seemed happy to see her, but it had hurt, too. There were several times when he had been sitting next to her that she was tempted to reach over and take his hand because it was so natural. She would clamped her hands together in her lap. She had taken the coward's way out when she left after seeing to Libby. Maybe she could stand to be that close to him in the future, close enough to touch, but not be able to. But although now it was too soon, she just wasn't ready. She still was feeling the loss. Her eyes were drawn to the candles. She only burned for Hayden on the anniversary of the fire. Maybe it was time to break through tradition. Maybe it was time for the wishing candles again. They didn't need to be a lone sentry in the dark. They could be anything she wanted, just like she could be anything she wanted to be. Although she could call them any name she dared, but they would always be Hayden's candles. If she suddenly called them wishing candles, she would wish for him. If you kept them in the window, they would be light. They would be there to light his way back to her door. Whatever they were, it was time to light them. Like it. I like where it's going. <clears throat> With shaking hands, she drew the matches from the drawer for a single moment. She felt the ghost of a burn. She felt that whenever she lit a candle or fire was near, she could feel it in scars. This time, this time, though, she, she really didn't feel the same panic. That not the, There used to be a claw at her throat or the, the same phantom heat. This was, this was a nuisance. It was an itch. It was really inconsequential, inconsequential to the woman she had become. She was finally free of her demons. 
Sophie struck the match and held it to the wick. He'd never know they'd burn for him, but that didn't matter. Because at the core of this act of defiance, they burned for her, too. They burned for all the good things instead of the bad, for all the hopes and dreams and all the things that she still hoped to have to accomplish. The sounds of sirens echoed as they seemed to draw closer. Sophie looked outside and saw the cherry lights of a fire engine blooming on the horizon. They seemed to be headed right for her. Momentary panic surged, but she didn't smell smoke, and, I mean, she didn't see any smoke. She didn't, I mean, part of her hoped against hope that it was Hayden, that her wishing candles had brought him back to her. And, oh, wouldn't it be nice if she could be so lucky? <clears throat> Yet the sirens died down, and she watched as the truck rolled to a stop in front of her house. Oh, God. Was this real? Hayden was on the side of the tux, where, side of the truck, wearing his tux for the benefit. The horn blared twice, and she knew that meant she was supposed to step outside. But could she do it? Hell yeah, she could do it. She opened the door, and he jumped out from the truck, stopping to reach into it into the cab for a square box wrapped in silver paper. First, I need to know. If you can't forgive me. Only if you can say the same. Oh, Sophie, of course. There was there was never anything for me to forgive. I I have something for you, and I really hope it's the right thing. He shoved the box at her. <laughs> she took it with shaking fingers and unwrapped it slowly. It was a set of three <laughs> flameless candles. But on the box, he had written wishing candles. <laughs> she gasped. <laughs> she she couldn't she couldn't breathe, and her vision blurred with tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> I love you Sophie I know I want to spend the rest of my life with you and I guess I could have done this with a ring but I'd rather give you every wish you have ever had I'd rather you have wishing candles that never burned away because there's always more wishes. <sighs> she couldn't speak. I, I know what I have to bring to the table now. I know what I put on the line. I, I know how charmed my life is and the only way I could get any better is if you say yes. The silence was heavy. Oh, it didn't go away. But so say something, for God's sakes. The silence is killing me. Yes, oh yes, as she screamed. 
screamed in delight. He jumped up to his feet off of that one knee, in one instant swinging her up into his arms and kissing her hard. The candles fell away to the ground, forgotten. I don't need any wishing candles. I got everything I ever wanted, she whispered in his ear. He whispered back, Hey, the candle's in the window. Those are for you to light your way back home to me. I like that, Sophie. This is where I want to come home. To those lights in the window. To you. To that couch. Where it all started. The couch. Yeah, 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 the couch. I love that couch. She touched his face. The first time you spent the night, I thought that was all I wanted in the world were quiet evenings with you. On that couch, he said, of course. <laughs> I take it, she said, yes. Royce's brother yelled from the back of the truck. Great, I'm going to go take the stolen truck back to the station before McCade flays me alive, okay? Nope. You come here. No, no, really, he can go. He, he played his part. Get over here, Royce. I need to give you some love, too. Hell yeah, I'm all about that. If you get out of that truck, Hayden teased. <laughs> Royce came over and swooped her up in a big bear hug and squeezed him back with all the might. I love you, too. You know that, Royce. Yeah. Welcome to the family, Sophie. Now, I really have to get my ass back. After Royce left, she couldn't stop herself from asking, Are you sure you want to do this? He said, I'm never more sure of anything in my life, my son, sure. Well, if you're really sure, what do you think about a Christmas wedding? Hey, wait a minute. Did Mom call you because, what? No. <laughs> Is that what she's hoping for? I'd love to be a Christmas bride. Then that's what you'll be, but only if that's what you want. I love my family, but this is our life. <clears throat> I love how involved your family is, and I didn't get that when I was growing up. But I want it. I need it. I want to be part of it. Well, that's good because you said yes. There's no backing out now, sister. Is this really ours? <laughs> Ask your wishing candle. He, he kissed her again, and she knew then. That princess really did and did indeed dance with little cinder girls even after me. There you go. That's it. That's done. There's an epilogue, but you gotta buy the book for that. Then there's a sneak peek at Rekindled Ember. That's the next book. That's the book about Libby and Royce. Oh, did I say too much? <clears throat> so I guess that book ended like we wanted it to. They always do, I'm assuming. But it's not what always do. It wasn't much of a trick. I did love the touch of the burning of, of her lighting the wishing candles and then the sirens popping up. That's just freaking perfect, Amy. I hope you enjoy it. Remember, Amy, it's available if you. Yes, we knew it was going to happen, but I guess the fun part is how does it happen? 
Anybody have any say Ah, well, thank you very much for joining us over on the podcast. This is a short one, 16 minutes long. I am going to reach out to the author this evening. Now the book is finished. I'm going to see if I can get her to come on sometime next week and record a podcast about the book. We'll try to get uh, Amy and anybody that wants to to join the actual podcast software. It won't be a, it won't be on live. It'll be a, it'll be a podcast recording only. But I love to have a gallery. Oh shit, people are y'all talking over there? No, wait. The candles here. Yeah. What do you mean? Me explain the candles? How'd I explain the candles? Oh, how how he explained the candles? Yeah, she did. She explained, gotcha. I'm with it too. All right. So, Christina, Amy, Shirley, over on the podcast software. Thank you very much for joining. Everybody over on the TikTok, stay right there. We'll be with you in just a minute. Uh, well, now we got to find our next book. Shirley still wants to do some kind of reverse harem, so I know she where her head's at these days. Reverse harem. That's just weird. Uh, and I want to do a I want to do a space cowboy romance. I think I don't know where those exist, but I think we can find one. So, what do you guys want to hear? Send me a send me a book. Send me something something not funny, something real. Don't waste our time. I mean, funny books aren't waste our time, but don't send me like the recipe for semen or something like that. Right? Fifty three ways to cook semen and shit. It's out there. Yeah, I got it as a gag gift for Christmas one time in California. <laughs> never go to never mind. All right. Thank you very much, podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much, Shirley. Don Henley, if you don't like me with your music, stop being a dickhead, okay? We'll see y'all later.